You are Locked On Horn Frogs. Your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the Locks on Horn Frogs, your daily TCU podcast. I'm Stephen Simcox, your host. Appreciate you joining me today. Uh, fall camp for TCU football starts today. It's exciting football practices here as we um, barrel towards football season. And I wanted to let you hear Gary Patterson had a press conference on Thursday. So here's about 20 minutes of that press conference from Thursday afternoon. Um, I apologize in advance. I did the best I could with the questions that were being asked. There was not a microphone for the folks asking the questions. So I, I amped that up as much as I possibly could, but the audio quality is not great. You can hear Gary fine though. And for the most part, you can kind of take from his answers sort of what the context of the question was, but here's Gary Patterson speaking with the media um, before fall camp starts today. This press conference was from Thursday afternoon. Well, Todd, 39th and uh, 24th year at TCU, so uh, 21st as a head coach. So it's uh, exciting. Get ready to go. Obviously, at least starting out uh, going into the season, different than what year last year was like. So uh, kids are excited. You know, we had, we're over, probably over a little over 86 percent, somewhere in the 90 percent, close to the 90 percent, and uh, fully vaccinated. Staff is almost totally vaccinated so those kind of things trying to to, uh, control everything we can control probably only have Terrell Cooper probably won't be one of them that uh, still nursing a uh, little bit of a leg which will will hold him back a little bit Keon Stewart uh, corner but he's got a chance both of them I think Terrell will be back before uh, first ball game He's already now running back in the pool and doing some stuff. And so uh, really going forward, it's getting everybody ready to go. Outside of that, it's had a good summer. These kids stayed even in May, you know, without us asking. And so it, it really made a difference, especially our young skill guys, both sides of the ball. Um, it really made a difference as far as their upper body, what they look like when we came into June. So... For us, you know, you got a road, you lost two or three really good players on defense. The two safeties and the linebacker, how we replace them. Basically, everybody else comes back, has a lot of production offensively. A couple really, the two tight ends, offensive linemen. So you got basically everybody else coming back. And when I say that, through the last six, seven games of the season, we were when we went one five out of six and so snapper punter kicker all come back you would support they'd be an older they they'll be better and so uh, go for coaching you know it's uh you know sunny moved on to texas tech uh but each himself really hasn't been a lot of a lot of change we hired kenny hill so really there wasn't anybody new within that really got a good support staff Recruiting everything else has been going well. You know, I know where we're ranked. Uh, that doesn't really worry much. Uh, I think Andy Dalton's class that won the Rose Bowl were ranked 65th. And so, and we still have a lot. We still have another seven or eight scholarships we'll go. Still got to find some more offensive linemen, a couple corners, just for the simple reason, you know, those guys 
being good enough that then maybe they go out early, safety, linebacker, a couple more wide, really wide receiver, we're getting close to being done. Uh, running back, done now. So, I mean, everything's kind of in place. We just, we need to go win more ball games this year. So it's. Yeah, that was mentally, to be honest with you, even for me, even for me, it was really tough. Because basically, you know, you started with your first game of the season, didn't work, then you went to your second, prepared, then the third one, I think, there was SMU, then, you know, it's, we didn't play because of COVID, you know, you went through and finally you got to Iowa State. So you have kids, is this really going to happen or is it not going to happen? So, but it's, you know, having a fully health, you know, healthy max going through all the spring, then all through the summer, the way our kids throw on their own all the time. And then getting to come into camp is, is a big deal for us. And being able to have good, everybody working against good people, I think that's how you get better. That was the only thing I didn't feel in the spring because we had so many defensive guys out, especially in the secondary. I felt like that we didn't help the young wide receivers as much as what we needed to. So um, front-wise, the good part is – all those guys, basically both sides of the ball, were out there, and so we got we got better in that category. But we've we've got a, that'll be one of the emphasis for us coming back, especially on defense, is is to make sure if you've got ten safeties that you, all send ten safeties can play. And I can probably tell you because the young ones, and I'm talking about knowledge, not because of athletic ability. You, we probably have two or three new ones that are not in that position. That they could do that, and so, but that's not unusual. Every year they get the same thing. So how, how in thirty days, you know, in a month, do you uh, do you grow everybody up so you get ready to play? Well, number one, I don't think. TC, we can't, you know, we've been in, this is what we're, this was our fourth conference. You know, I think the, the difference for me is just, you know, the way we approached it. When we left the Mountain West, uh, we gave them a year in advance. And the Mountain West, to be honest with you, didn't treat us that well when it came to that. Uh, Boise was supposed to come here, and they moved the game to go to Boise. And there was other things that happened. But, you know, you, I, I've always believed the football gods always get even with you, so... Outside of that, my job is just to win. You know, it's I'm thankful. Uh, my wife thankful because our good dear friend uh, Delaz Dodds was the first phone call that was made uh, when we were trying to uh, to get in the Big Twelve when we were in the Mountain West. And so, uh, for us, you know, it's you just you know I'm a maybe I'm just a kind of a little bit of an old school when it comes to just regional rivalries and that's what I worry about I worry about the state of Texas more than I worry about anything else in Fort Worth and because that's what we've tried to do while I've stayed here it's not about just TCU TCU football it's about Fort Worth it's about different jobs and all the other things that go on with it so but I think you know it's once you lose it you got to understand it's but you know it might be where everything's going and so it's and even I don't know if, if it really to be honest with you I'm not even sure it's about a conference I think you're probably finding that this new way may be a whole different way we even look at football someday. Pay to play, uh, 
basically whatever they're going to call it as we go forward. And so uh, with the new laws and everything else, uh, I think we kind of let we let the cat out of the bag. And so for me, the name, image, and likeness, in some ways, even the playing field, because it allowed people that always did it the right way to to be able now to be able to take care of their kids. Like I, I've said a couple times, I, I really think that like our Darius Washington would be back here playing this year. Because, you know, going through COVID, his mom moved to Fort Worth. She was working three jobs. And if he could have made a little bit of more money on the side doing some stuff, then maybe he'd still be back in school finishing his degree. But he felt like he needed to go out. So I think there's good portions to all that. And then you have it where kids are leaving. They're not doing their senior year in high school when people are counting on them. And, and they're leaving to go. And so... I think, you know, as always, I think if everybody, if everybody just has a good plan and people don't get surprised, I think usually as a general it turns out good. So, But, you know, it's, there's been enough people talking about it. I, you know, every, everybody's going to have a different opinion about how it goes. But, you know, it's, a lot of people will be affected. I can tell you that. Well... We've been watching this even in the rules changes. You know, I, I've always, as a rule of thumb, I've always been, even within my own program, I'm very careful about not changing a whole lot because then you don't really know what's wrong. I've always believed that you tweak things, little things, little at a time so you can find out really what's the problem. It just happens. This year was the reason why it all happened this way. Something happened. Uh, but I think uh, COVID, everybody staying home, loss of revenue, everything that happened, I think uh, made everybody readjust, and whether it's college football or a lot of other other things that are going on in the world right now, I think there's a lot of people that have readjusted uh, to how they want to do their lives. So, uh, I think uh, I think I'm glad I'm 61, not 31. Is what I think. <laughs> Well, Jamoy Hodge is going to be, I mean, he, you won't find a better-looking linebacker in college football as far as just the way he body type and everything he does. You know, just got to stay healthy. He made it to the Texas game last year and then got hurt. And so, you know, obviously you have all the young guys behind him. Wyatt Harris is a guy that played a lot of football. And so, it, you know, I think, again, I think the depth at linebacker and the depth at safety are a big deal to us as far as, Growing those guys up here in the next, because those are got those are our and they're our brain trust. Those are the central agency of tells everybody what's going on. So it's really important. It's really important that we have to where we're at. We're got to be a lot different come uh, come September than where we are right now. And we've already already this summer. The kids have already come a long way. But we for us to play at the level we want to play at linebacker and safety. And, and it's not, again, I, I think the, the athletic ability is there at both positions. We just, knowledge-wise, it's like growing up a young quarterback. Knowledge-wise, it's how do we get to that point. Well, yeah, I think, number one, I think it's one of the reasons why we have good chemistry. I just had a young man in the, you know, there's always bickering between offense and defense, but. You know, the way, as I told him, I said, it's been as good as it's ever been for a long time. Uh, but, you know, I think um, our kids, young kids, they, they start to grow up. You know, 
anytime you have every, something like that go on, and, and most things we have are not to that extreme, you always want to have an older team in your room uh, than you want a younger, and we only had eight seniors. And so um, if you saw me post uh, the other night about all the freshmen and the redshirt freshmen, whoever had never been over to my house, we didn't have a pool party. One guy got thrown in because we just didn't need to be able to do that. We just brought him over. They had wings and get a chance to be a part of it. But I think you saw how many young guys we had in that group. I mean, I didn't count it, but it looks like it was like 45 to 50, somewhere in that. I know this much. It, I'm not necessarily looking forward to seeing the bill, so, but it is what it is. So There was a lot of wings, and they were good. So. Well, yeah, and, you know, and that's all relative. Uh, it's like the Kansas game and people are all over us. You know, we ran the ball so much. Um, we were trying to get the game over. You had a chance maybe we wouldn't have had some of the injuries at the end of the Lock Tech game if we had all taken the same stance on let's just – this is what the score is. Let's get the game over. And so at the end of the day, you know, we're all going to be the guys that had the most – we had the most success with, they were younger. So they're all a year older, and Max, again, went through his thing, and we're throwing the vertical ball better. And it's, you know, it's, I think as we go forward, we're going to find out what exactly we are. But you still have the good running backs. You still have the quarterback. You know, we, we grow up depth at the offensive line. I think, you know, I think we feel pretty good about our first five guys, maybe six or seven, but trying to get to ten. And so I think backup offensive tackle is probably the, the big concern. I th- we have two centers with Coy and then Steve. I think Steve's one of the better ones in, the, in college football. And so how do, we, how do we grow that up and get where we need to get to? So, But, you know, protection, people understand, throwing the football comes down, it comes down to protection. A lot of people have enough fast people that if you can stand back there long enough, people are going to get open. Um, well, I think it's going to be the most that played. Every one of them has played in the game because last year we lost four and we were only playing with four at the end of the season. So you have – all eight guys, except for Kenny, but he has played college football at Central Florida. All eight guys have played at this level of college football. And so you know, the thing that you do able to do is that you're able to rest and you're able to keep people a lot healthier because obviously with Coop maybe not starting out, he'll be at seven. But, you know, I think that's that's the big thing that happens is you, you just, especially at that position, I don't, it's like I don't think you can ever have too many good running backs because they take a pounding. I don't think you can ever have enough front people. And so, and we're lucky. This usually doesn't happen. You know, with Corey coming back uh, for his super senior year and, and doing all that, all that stuff, all that stuff makes a difference. Well, you know, you know the, the 
game that you're playing that you don't basically set up the defense is going to dictate who's going to carry the football when you when you play the read game and then the power read game and so in Max's case in Max's case a lot of that is predetermined by what the defense does but I don't think anybody wants their quarterback to do too much with it and so and there's some things we can do where it's not going to be on the quarterback to have to be able to do that it's not going to be as much of a read and so but yeah I think I think obviously too I think you uh if you can back people up with throwing the football, then running the game, running the ball becomes a lot easier because you have less people in the box if they're worried about. And that was one of the things like in 2014, when you worried about the guys on the outside, you couldn't put as many people in the box. And then those numbers become a lot better as far as what's going to happen to you. So. Well, yeah, I think they all are. I think the three young ones, the three freshmen, um, that are now going to be sophomores, and then Amari. Amari's been the older, but they're, all those guys have come a long way. And so I, all you're going to do is be better than you were a year ago. You know, the guy that, that we gave when it's all said and done, that gave the most carries, Barlow, that went to USC, it's, I mean, it's, you know, it's, everybody everybody has to understand everything happens for a reason, and somebody's somebody's going to gain from it, and so, I think somebody was going to leave one way or the other, but it's, you know, it allowed us now to recruit. We we were we were with the four retro freshmen going to be sophomores. We couldn't be we couldn't find anybody that was interested in coming here, and then when you lose a freshman, then all of a sudden now you know you, then you can go recruit really good players because they know, and so that's helped us already. There's always a gain if you just look, you look for the bright spot of what's going on. So. Well, never make it personal. It was, you know, it's just we got to get back into taking ground. You know, that was the model we used back in 2009 or 10. When, you know, it's, I usually stay away from all of them, but, but we've now been here long enough. I'm running out of real, real good options. So, And I've, I felt like this, this group here would take that. And in the world nowadays, it's, you know, you've got you've to make a stand. We seem, the world seems to be like that. Like I told my group, though, is that we sometimes we got to agree to disagree. Doesn't seem like anybody wants to do that anymore. But it's for us, you know, it's we're going to have to understand if you're going to you want to win 10, 11, 12 ball games. It's always been that way. You're going to have to you're going to have to determine that yourself. People aren't going to give it to you. So. Well, I mean, if we would have had a 12-game, 12 12-team 12 playoff three times, we would have in the eight years. I mean, came in at 12, and it was 20, so that's eight. We're going on nine, right? This is 21st season, so you have 12, whatever whatever those numbers are. But 14, 15, and 17, I think we would have been in the 12, we would have been the 12-team playoff. And so I think you look at, if you look at everybody else in the league, would they have been one of them that would have through the years? I think Kansas State, when they were divided league, they had some teams. Um, but you know, I think we would have been one of those teams that would have had an opportunity. I think probably the upper half, there's probably five teams that probably would have been on the playoff at least one time. So, so it, 
where are we where we want to be? No. Um, but I, the last three years have been really, to be honest with you, I think have been very uh, interesting. 18, 19, and 20. 18, you have 24 season-ending injuries, which is do it, and you're playing with a 14 quarterback, and your kids fought back, and they get back to a bowl. 19, um, all you need to do is win one, one more ball game. You, would, you still only would have had six wins, but you would have had – you felt a lot better about it. Um, and you could have moved forward, and then – 20 was 20, and a lot of people could say that it is, but, you know, with the younger team that we did, you talk about redshirt freshman running backs, quarterback that didn't go through camp, everything that happened, and defensively we started out bad front-wise, um, and you go and win five out of six. I, You know, if you, if you looked over a 12-game season, I think you probably, and if you could have played a bowl game, you easily could have maybe been a nine-win season. And two of those other ball games were winnable, you know. And so, at the end of the day, you know, it's, but you know, it's when we've won over in double digits, you're always going to win somewhere between four and five ball games, probably by less than two scores. It's always going to be because the, especially in this league, the parity. If you look at the SEC last year when they had to just play themselves and they didn't play a non-league opponents, uh, they beat up on each other, and that's really what. That's what the Big 12 does. We beat up because every year, and, you know, after two or three years, uh, you're not going to fool that other staff. You know, pretty soon you run, you you, you got to beat them with people and you got to get some breaks and you got to make your own plays because you're not, you're not going to, you're not fooling anybody. So that's probably the hardest thing has been in the last couple of years. Is had, and it was the same way in the Mountain West. After you played so long, you're going to have to, you're going to have to come up with some other answers. You know, we've changed even like defensively and offensively. And every year, you know, that's most of my time this summer has been how do I fit the personnel we have and how we want to play defense, and then how do we put some new innovation into each personnel group that people are going to play and what they're trying to do, and how do you be able to stop it? I mean, it's it's not if you wait till the season, then you wait till your game week that you have, and you find out that you don't have a good answer, and we'll find out if our answers are – or any good because it's it's going to be three different types of teams in the first three weeks between Duquesne, Cal Berkeley, you know, power come at you, um, play action, and then SMU go fast, a lot of speed, and so all three all three pose different problems. So here in camp, we better put everything in we need to to hopefully have an opportunity to be able to give ourselves a chance to be successful doing at least that side of the ball. So. Okay, that was Coach P before practice starts today. Uh, a lot of interesting stuff in there. So teams 90% vaccinated should be in pretty good shape as far as protocols go going into the season. Um, Jamoy Hodge getting a lot of hype at that linebacker position. Gary says he looks great. I mean, he definitely looks the part. He's a player to watch. He says they're going to take more shots vertically down the field. Okay. Uh, I hope that's actually the case. One thing that sort of made me laugh, it, it, I'm not saying he's he's wrong about this or – I mean, I get it. I get what he was – the point he was making. But he talked about that KU game where they threw single-digit passes and he essentially said, hey, we were just trying to get out of there alive, trying to get the game over with because they were so banged up. So, okay, uh, that makes sense. I hope they don't employ that game plan again, but I do understand where he's coming from with that perspective. He's excited about this defensive line. He seems to be really excited about this team and what they can do and what their potential is. 
We'll see what happens when they hit the field. I'll be back Monday. We'll be going, we'll be going Monday through Friday next week. This has been Locked On Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.